Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about my quilting journey and life in a northern town. Show notes can be found at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. Please leave a comment and we can continue the conversation online. My name is Vicki and I'll be your hostess. Welcome to the podcast. Today we want to update you on the daily prompt challenge and what kinds of things I've been doing over the last couple of weeks. We're now halfway through the daily prompt challenge on the My Creative Corner 3 Facebook group and we're having an incredible amount of time. Today's prompt is fussy cut of fabric and tomorrow we're supposed to sew a frame around the fussy cut. The most popular prompt so far has been a black and white picture. Some people have shared a photo they took that they colorized to black and white. Other people were sharing old black and white photos they had in their family collection. And it really was a great day. We did some oddball types of creative prompt things to help people spark that creative thinking. And it was like drop a string on a page and color in the gaps. And another one was make a rubbing with a pencil or a crayon. If you want to join in, jump in any time. The Creative Prompt Challenge will continue next month, and it is a little daily prompt that's about a 15 to a half hour investment of time, depending on how much you want to put into it, to really get the mind thinking about some of your projects in a different way. You can hashtag the Instagram picture with the hashtag and next month since I did a poor job picking a hashtag that's already been taken I will try again and I have a different hashtag set up. So the creative prompt challenge has been a great fun thing. I do continue to do the fat bum slim daily photo challenge on Instagram. That's a lot of fun and helps me to see pictures and art and creativity through a different lens. I've long armed a couple of quilts so let me tell you about those. I have a 91-year-old lady who brings her quilts to me to finish. And she has been doing log cabin quilts. And she's really been amazing to look at the color study in her log cabins. She takes scraps in her bins and puts the most unusual novelty prints together. However, the overall picture is amazing. And you can see that on the show notes. The last uh, quilt was a light and dark um log cabin in an X layout with piano key borders. Her piecing is impeccable. I can't wait to see what type of quilt she does next. I think, according to her daughter, she may be trying a more challenging one. And um, it's quilting, she said, that keeps her going, keeps her brain sharp, and keeps her very engaged with her family because she gives many of her quilts to family members. I think that's a great testament to how wonderful doing quilts and other creative activities are for our longevity and keeping the brain active in all of those connections going. I've also made a quilt of my own. Last year I was involved in a block exchange and I decided in between projects while I was waiting for more thread to come in, I loaded my quilt from this block exchange. They're all little birds in the air, a more modern simplified block and everybody signed it so it's technically a signature quilt. 
but I've been watching tutorials on how to use a ruler with a long arm. Now let me stop you right there. You would think that wouldn't be a really big challenge, but it was for me. I'm left-handed. I'm very dominantly left-handed, and the long arm is set up with the start and stop button on the right. I tend to drive the long arm with my left hand and use the needle up, needle down button as a start and stop. Well, after four years of owning this ruler and then really trying to figure out how to make it work, I got it to work this time. I was able to figure out how to put my hand on the ruler without making it slip. I was able to start and stop, and I also used a really good product to help rulers not slip. And it is a plastic film that you put on the back of your, your rulers. I'll put a connection and a link to the product in the show notes. In the show notes. So that really helped. I've used little um, sandpaper dots, but this film worked the best on the long arm machine. So I was able to do straight lines. And then I have a subscription to QNN TV. And on that, had a, that has a show called Quilted the Long Arm Quilting Show. And the guests did straight line quilting, but FMQ in the gaps. So I was able to finish the Black Exchange Signature quilt with the straight lines that actually only had a few wobbles. I free motioned in the negative space. And overall, I find it to be a real pleasing result. One of my Instagram friends had a picture of cinder blocks and that's um, off kilter quilt and she said it looks like there's a quilt in that photo and I totally agreed with her. I took it to the long arm and I still think there is a overall quilt in that um, wonderful photo and I think that's why I so enjoy taking so many pictures because you go back and look at them and then you are totally inspired to take that idea and apply it to something creative. So overall, I have been piecing the Pat Sloan's Black of the Month. I have January and February done. I continue to work on the Solstice Challenge, and I'm up to date with that for um, the current block is really big. And I'm going to downsize it. I'm not sure how big I'm going to make it, but she has it as the center medallion, and it's really pretty cool. However, I don't have enough fabric to do all of that with the current um, project, so I'm going to downsize it and make it work with the blocks I have going. I want to blend the Solstice Challenge with the um, Block of the Month and have one pretty good size quilt at the end. I also just signed up for another free quilt Block of the Month in National Quilt Challenge, I think it's called. I'm sure that's what it's called, and I will definitely put a link to that on my blog. It's a nine month block challenge and it's nine blocks once a month is what it looks like if I read the directions correctly which sometimes on a mobile device I really have a hard time reading lots of words with the um, print being small and the screen being small and I'm finding that I'm using my laptop you know a couple times a week but I don't always have time to fire it up and wait for it to update so that is on the uh show notes also they have revealed what the layout is and what the quilt is going to look like so what my plan is is to buy some background fabric and then use all of the fat quarter bundles that I have um, pick one and I think it will work for the entire quilt and if not I'm going to pick two that will go blend together so the fat quarter bundle problem my quilting friend 
and I have been talking about fat quarter bundles. I don't have a problem, and neither does she, in breaking open charm packs, layer cakes, jelly rolls, mixing them up. But what is it about fat quarter bundles? I, I really have a hard time cutting into them, and then they're like enough to do a project of a certain size but there's not enough even when you blend it sometimes with other solids or coordinating fabrics or background fabrics to do an entire quilt. Why do I keep getting them? I buy them occasionally for testing is really what it is for pattern samples and I get other ones given to me as gifts or um, through other ways of um, testing patterns for people they'll send me fabric and they're usually fat quarter bundles. So I think that's what I, I want to do to use them up is continue to test patterns with them or join these block of the month programs that are free online. Sometimes I need what I call a brain candy job. That's what my friend and I call them. These jobs where it's pre-planned, I don't have to think. The fabric is all chosen in a bundle. The pattern is already tested and made. That kind of also goes with the creative prompt challenge because then I've already been thinking in the mode of quilting, sewing, construction. And sometimes that's where I get some good ideas for a project that's been floating around in a development stage in my brain. So fat quarter bundles, what do you do with them and how do you use them up? Um, I generally don't buy a coordinating fabric that goes with the collection because I don't think that far ahead. So that's something... Um, you know, that's been perplexing me because I have several to use. My fabric stash has really dwindled down to where I don't have a lot on hand. I have some, but not enough to make any one quilt or even to do a scrappy quilt like the lady did um, with that log cabin that I talked about at the beginning of the podcast. I have completed the um, quilt maker's 100 block testing for the patterns I was assigned this quarter. I did 12 or 13 some really really cute patterns that I had the pleasure of working on. I love that magazine and it is coming out in the summer so keep your eyes open for that. Uh, if you can find it on newsstands snap it up. I know they're popular. They do blog hops and all kinds of promotion online for for that too so if you really like to see what's going on and what the designers have to say about their blocks they are going to be promoting that shortly. And other good news I've had some people call me from my internet, um, I guess, presence on my blog. Uh, they were looking for a long arm quilter, so they called me up. So I've had a couple of new customers stop in, plus a referral from another quilting store. So that's very exciting. And with all of that increase in business, it's helping me to make a business plan and an idea of where I want to go in the future. So listen for, you know, what may be coming up in changes. I really do want to try to get some patterns together, maybe put some on paper. And in March, I have some really interesting things going up on the podcast. I did my first interview, and I really think that um, it's not going to be uh, a perfect mix through Audacity because I'm still learning how to do that. But I interviewed someone, and we're doing a collaborative project, and that will be um, 
more information on the next podcast. And there's just a lot of exciting things. So today we're taking advantage of our really warm weather. This winter is winding down quickly. We're back up in the 40s this weekend and the sun came out. And we are going to go look at the... um, museum that has all kinds of artifacts from the Titanic ship and then we're going to go to a hockey game and over this three-day weekend I'm going to take time to relax and to enjoy and try to make a game plan for what I want to do next because I need to load a quilt on the frame that's going to be more of a custom work and that takes a lot of mind preparation and then I'm going to start thinking about what kinds of projects I want to work on next for my own design. Got a couple kicking around, but nothing that's really formulating a big plan. And I really have a burning desire to finish my Constellations of Stars quilt. I pulled out the Mariner's Compass and I looked at the pattern. I became really completely overwhelmed with it and then put it back in the drawer. However, my goal is to have that block finished and the entire quilt done by the end of the month. And I want to say my, do you remember when I said I found uh, a Pinterest idea and taking a turkey lacer and making a stiletto? Well, it worked. I have beads on the lacer, but I haven't glued it together. I haven't felt really well to deal with the smell of um, the really harsh glues that I need to use. And now that it's warmer, I'm going to open up some windows. And I hope by the time I post this podcast, I will have one glued. And I want to make a couple more to give to some of my best quilting friends. And really look at these beads as being fun and whimsical. But... I'll tell you what, I have come very close to nipping my finger in both the long arm using the ruler and in my sewing machine. I think my vision is probably not as great and I'm getting in a hurry. So true confession, because I wasn't paying attention, those kinds of things happen and now I'm going to get a stiletto. But slow down, take a deep breath, maybe take your bifocals off if you have to. This is advice to myself, but if it helps you do it too because really this is no race i enjoy the process one stitch one block one row at a time and that's how i get things done so if you got 15 minutes 20 minutes you want to sew every day because it really is what makes you feel better and more confident and if you have a couple minutes and want to do some silly creative prompt challenges like dropping a string on a page and coloring the gaps those types of different forms of creativity might help you get going again join us online at the facebook page my creative corner three it's a group and feel free to comment so that we can continue chatting online i'd really love to hear what you do with fat quarter bundles and what kinds of things that you might be doing to help with your creativity every day Thanks for listening. Until next time.